When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Feels like ages. Like it's, it must be five weeks. I think it's, it's longer than that because it's like what well, it's like the arse end of March now, and we probably recorded the last one like right at the start of February. It's probably like fucking seven weeks. Fucking hell! Like you've been halfway across the world delivering aid to refugees since then. Refugees, mate. Before we do anything, uh, let's just say a big thank you to our sponsor. Um, Urban Inc. Urban Inc. Still with us? Yeah, they're still with us, and they they did reference um, your your slip of the tongue when uh, I, I asked you to tell me the word to uh, get their discount. You can save money um, if you want to get some fresh ink. Um, that's what the kids call getting tattoos. Uh, get some fresh ink uh, at Urban Inc. And they've got um, studios in Romford, Brentwood, and Southend on Sea. Uh, and if you're interested in getting some ink uh, from those lovely people, then all you have to do to save money is ring up the studio, book your tattoo in, and use the discount code. Two in the pink, one in the ink. <laughs> <laughs> you think about that on the way round here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never as good when you've got it planned, is it? So, once more, you have to say... Is it still Bellend? It's still Bellend, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I I imagine you're probably like you'll probably still get a, a your discount if you say two in the two in the pink and uh, <laughs> one in the ink. <laughs> Just tell them we sent you. That's all you got to do, and uh, yeah, go and check them out. Urban Ink. They'll be tagged in any um, social media posts for this. Uh, so yeah, go give them a follow. Uh, they're lovely people, and for some ridiculous reason, uh, they've decided to sponsor. Uh, this shower of shit. Um, you do us a disservice there. <laughs> <laughs> March 1982. Yep. Those were the days, weren't they? Cool, weren't they? I've uh, been feeling a bit nostalgic for the 80s with all this threat of nuclear war with this fucking 
Russian despot with his finger hovering over the big red button. It does feel like... Like, I haven't thought about nuclear war since the 80s. No, no, since since Frankie goes to Hollywood's Two Tribes. That was probably, like, one of the last times I thought about nuclear war when Reagan and Gorbachev impersonators were... Mud wrestling. No, uh, jelly wrestling. We're having a wrestle, weren't they? Yeah. Is, has there been any other thing? Like, I mean, obviously was it threads. Gorbachev? Or was it, he was the one that come and sorted it all out? No, it was they? Gorbachev in the video. Hmm. I'm sure it was. Like... Because Gorbachev was in Rocky Four as well, wasn't he? Like, I've no idea. Yeah, he's watching the fight, and uh, yeah, it, well, it's just a bloke with a little little yeah. sort of stick on birthmark. It's just a bald <laughs> bloke with a birthmark on his head. Uh, yeah, it's all gone a bit mad, isn't it? Like, but uh, yeah, we don't want to be talking about politics, right? The we, people listen to this, yeah, to get away from all that fucking stuff. Exactly, exactly. I don't want to be reminded that we're all probably going to die and, like, it's just the worst time ever to be alive. You know, like, fucking all the energy prices are going up. <laughs> fucking petrol's 164.5 even at fucking Tesco's. They don't want to be reminded of no, all that shit. They no. come here for escapism exactly. to get away from all that. So, yeah. like, the idea of fucking starting the podcast off with mentioning all that is yeah. just a terrible fucking idea. Yeah. Well, what I did want to bring up... Go on. I, I haven't actually fucking done the proper prep for this, but... I we, we asked a, you about an half hour ago, have you prepped for this? And no, you no, went, I've, I've done loads. No, I've prepped for this, but I had a couple of things I wanted, to, like a little hangover from the last couple of podcasts oh, right. of people have sent messages. Quicksand. Quicksand. <laughs> yeah. So Tina Smith said there was an instance in the, whatever the fucking Suffolk local raggies, there was an instance of someone getting caught in quicksand and I, I could see there was a link but I couldn't open it up. But so that's one in England. And, and hang you on, had, hang on, hang on, had, hang on. Before we get on to what I've got, there you, was you there, was, there was a link where I could have gone to verify it, but yeah, I couldn't I couldn't click it. No, I clicked it, but just wouldn't open up in brown. You know, like fucking, I've got an old iPhone, so it just wouldn't open up. Right. But that is quicksand. You had you had a message about quicksand as well, and you are denying it now. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, was it Norfolk? I'm just going to have a little Google while we're here. Quicksand, Norfolk. Deadly quicksand coast. See, oh fuck me! Yeah, there is. There's there's quicksand in Norfolk. Fuck I told me. you there was, it's everywhere. Where, where, wherever there's a swamp, there's quicksand. What is quicksand and how do you get out of it? Quicksand can become deadly without warning. It can strike at British beaches. Quicksand forms when excessive amounts of water flows through sand. Fucking hell. Why, thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's loads of it. Well... Can I just say the day that, the day at the beach that left my mother in law's face resembling that of a bull terrier who had been licking nettles? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was quick again. This was down to quicksand, right? Fucking hell! Well, can I just say, thank fucking goodness that that conversation happened in February's edition. We're, so, we're because, saving uh, lives. Yeah, because imagine you, you know, June, July, the height of fucking yeah. summer, and you're like, don't worry, everyone. Yeah, quicksand doesn't exist yeah. in England. Yeah. Our listeners go off to the fucking beach and we yeah. lose. Well, we can't afford to fucking lose them. Yeah. One, one hammer of a fucking windbreak in fucking Walton Beach and bang. Sinkhole. Oh, sinkhole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Quick sounds for real, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really astonished at that. 
I told you it was a thing, didn't I? Listen to your uncle come. Now, an, another an, another message I had was... Um, uh, oh, I haven't made a note of who sent this, but thank you to whoever sent this in. Hi, cunt. Great prep. Read one of the... <laughs> I didn't say it was factually accurate. It's just a fucking message. Uh, read one of the conversations on the podcast recently. Streaking. Uh, cop helmets and the issuing of a replacement. I know a few cops and I asked one. The reply I got was, if liquids were involved, it's likely they'd get a new app. <laughs> Interesting. They didn't clarify what the outcome would be in the event of solids. I presume they'd view that as a worst case scenario. <laughs> However, because it wasn't wasn't categorically addressed in the reply I got, it could mean they just have to tip it out and get on with it. I hope that clears it up. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. I mean, it didn't look like Erica Rowe was lactating. Had she had been. Had she had been. New helmet. Yeah. New helmets all round. You not walking around with the smell of off milk, do you, all day? Nah, not, not a new helmet. <laughs> Come oh, on. Erica Rowe. Well, talking of which, we're going to do films first today, like we normally do, apart from that time when you made us do music the other time, because you didn't remember what come first. Let me just, I've literally got the charts up in front of me, let me get films up. I struggled with films. No, I, I couldn't find any that I'd actually seen, but I, but I was I was tipped off. Uh... This Porky's not out. Did we do that last month? I thought Porky's was like last year, wasn't it? Oh, have I got the wrong year up? No, you've gone on movie phone. Yeah, That's I what have. you've done. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I have on movie phone, and I don't recognise any of the films on here. I, I had, I had, I had sort of notes for two, neither of which I've seen. Right. So the first, the first one was called Beach Girls. There's loads of films that are just birds with big tits yeah. in, in, in 1982. Every, there are other horrors or like kind of fraternity films or like or beach girls. It's great, isn't it? <sighs> they were the days, weren't they? Yeah. You can't say four anymore, can you? Well, you can here because like, you know, it's the, the disclaimer is it was just, you know, whatever we say was acceptable in the 80s. Your Honour. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Ian Hislops, allegedly. Ah. You just say whatever you want, and then just go like four. It's acceptable in the eighties. Okay, great, great. Um, I one of the films was a remake of Oliver, um, which I've never seen. What Oliver? Oliver Twist. Have you seen the actual Oliver? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. loads. Um, and it made me think about when I ran away from home. Can you remember? And I turned up at yours. Nah. Can't you remember? I, I, I ran away. Why'd you run away? I was about 14. And like, and I, I remember... Wouldn't buy you an X-Wing. Like, <laughs> but I remember turning up on your door singing, Where is love? love? You did. <laughs> Can you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a bag. And like, my mum and dad had told me off for something. And I was like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to run away. People don't run away anymore, do they? People just get on a train now. But like back in the day... You run away. Yeah. Missing people weren't called missing people. They were called runaways. Run away, run away, run That's the kind yeah. of runaway you were. <laughs> <laughs> I would have run away to the swimming pool if I could. It weren't far. It's about the same distance to your ass. I mean, you turned up with everything you owned in a little black case. Like padding them. Alone on the platform, the wind. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did. I remember like... 
I can't think what I packed. It would have been pathetic, whatever I packed. But uh, I had a little bag. And I don't know where I thought You had I was... your Millennium Falcon. No, I didn't. Stop trying your to make Your fucking Casio VL tone that you then posted through my letterbox <laughs> with the fucking demo on just to be an annoying cunt. <laughs> was that the same time? No, it's probably that was another day when you just turned up. Have we spoke about that? I don't know. You were really... Fa- you, weren't you annoying? I nearly wet myself laughing that day. Because I don't know why I was just being a prick, but I do because it's just what that was what you did. It was it a Casio PT one? No, it was a fucking. I'm I'm sure it was a VL tone, like the little white fucking. No, I I, mum was black. Oh, was it? Yeah, and it was like it was the next one on. It had keys, my one. It didn't have like the little like little square like pad things. Oh right, I I remembered it was a VL tone, but no, that that yeah that figures that you had the newest one out. We were all making do with them little pads. No, you had proper small keys. <laughs> but uh, I do remember just coming to yours. And like, and obviously I never wanted to be at home. I always wanted to be out. And I, I just knocked on your door. And, and I don't know what you... Where, where, you your mum and dad must have been at. No, you, you come in and you just kept playing that fucking demo. Ding, 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 I love the fact you still remember it. It's fucking etched in my memory. And you were such a fucking annoying cunt, I threw you out. You did, didn't you? Yeah, I threw you out. And we had... We had a porch door, a porch door, didn't we? We had a porch right. with a fucking outside door. And you, you fucking set it on demo and then just posted it through the letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking annoying prick. Oh, fucking hell. Did you ever like, did, did you ever know anyone that ran away? Did you ever run away? I know, you didn't, well, you, 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 you went away, but you was only gone a couple of days when you were travelling. travelling. Like... Uh, no, no, only you. Oh, I know. Do you know what? Uh, I mean, also, my parents could see your ass from their window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should they point probably, out. Yeah, they probably followed, followed you on binoculars down the fucking bus lane along the, along the fucking <laughs> it road. It was about two half, 250 metres. I didn't go too far from the nest. Do you know anyone who ran away? No, I don't think so. Like... Did I ever tell you about the runaway that when we done a gig in Clacton and have I spoke about it on here? No, I don't think so. And so we 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 got uh, uh, got told we had this gig in Clacton, which is about what's Clacton? Hour and a bit away from here. Hour and half. Yeah, yeah, hour and, yeah, just under hour and a half, isn't it? And uh, and that felt like a long way away to play a gig, but we yeah. were told that there was like accommodation. And I think they were going to pay us like 80 quid. I bear in mind there was nine in the band, so it weren't going a long way. No, but I but think there no, was beers. Someone's, and it was gonna, like, someone's going to give you money. Someone's going to give you beers and it's a chance to go away from home and have a bit of a laugh. Exactly that. And so it was like, fucking hell, brilliant. Uh, and so we we went to, to, to Clacton and it was like a kind of, sort of like a working men's club thing. But it was I remember the gig being all right, but we sand-checked and then we went out to get something to eat. Uh and I was with um, Courtney and and a few of the other members of the band, and Neil and Mister Gels went out to find fruit machines. I think. Yeah. And uh, and in the arcades, they met someone and bought and brought him back to the gig. 
and Joe was like, oh, this is Snake. Right? And now when you think, this ain't the Simpsons. Like, you don't bring bad guys back called Snake, right? And I was when like... When you hear Snake, alarm bells surely start going off, don't So they? obviously I went, why do they call you Snake? And he went, oh, because I'm slippery and I don't get caught. And I was like, oh, he sounds great. And like... And, and Joe went, yeah, he's going he's gonna to stay with us tonight. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And he was like, don't be a cunt. And was like having, having a go at me. Like I was like being unfair and, and not being very like, you know, open. Joe's normally and, such a great judge of character. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, all oh, right, fucking hell, fine. Um, and I weren't comfortable with it. And, and it got to about... We was also it, the accommodation was we were just sleeping on a fucking floor. Yeah. Uh, and I'd I'd gone down with my mate Gav and his cousin Dan had drove in this white Fiesta. And uh, anyway, uh, uh, about three o'clock in the morning, Courtney went, "Fuck this, I'm going home." And he went, "Does anyone want to come?" And I was like, "Yep." And like literally got all my shit and was ready in about three seconds, and went. And then. At about eight o'clock in the morning, Gels phoned me and I was like, all right. And he went, oh, it's all gone a bit weird. I went, why? He went, well, we woke up this morning and the snake-shaped lump under the blankets was just pillars where Snake had just <laughs> literally done a fucking a body in pillars. Uh, and then Nick, the fellow who I went down there with, car keys, and, yeah, nicked the car. Uh, Nick, loads of other people's like wallets and shit on the way out, Fuck. and just fucked off in Dan's car. Uh, but there was a bloke called Alan who come along for the ride, who was like really into his protein. And apparently, at the height of the meltdown, like there was a bit of a standoff where I think everyone was having a gut gel, just going like, "Fucking hell, you bought him back!" Yeah. And then everyone was like, "He nicked my fucking wallet. He nicked my car." And apparently, Alan went, "He nicked my yogurt." <laughs> not now Alan um, but yeah like that was yeah he, he was a runaway I don't know I don't know what becomes of people like that I don't know good answer right uh, well, what, what did you want me to say just, oh no he's living up the road from me now he's, he's turned it all round wife and two kids <laughs> <laughs> Got his own business, yeah, he's doing all right. He's, uh... Yeah, works out of David Lloyd, yeah. It's all going all right for him now. <laughs> Stuck a spoiler on the back of that fiesta. <laughs> <clears throat> right, okay, what are we doing now? Music. Are you finished on films? Because Longshanks, who, uh, who did a, a young lad who did the video for perverts on the internet, sent us a text and he was looking forward to us talking about the New York Ripper. What's the New York Ripper? I have no fucking idea. I've not seen it, but I've, I went on Wikipedia because of him saying about the New York Ripper. And it's this killer that goes around offing prostitutes, you know, in a standard 80s slasher way. But when he speaks on the phone, he does a duck voice. I'm liking this. Yeah. How's it sound? I would imagine it would sound something along the lines of... <coughs> <laughs> Something like that.
That yeah. made you happy now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you was going to do it. Thanks, mate. Oh, fucking hell. But that, that, that made me think about... There was a lot of impressionists, wasn't there? Mm. I remember in, thinking in it was really audience. funny as well. Yeah, yeah. Impressionists were really fucking funny, weren't they? Are they still? Well... Who's had an impressionist now? Is Rory Bremner the only one? Is he alive? Alistair McGowan. Mm. Is he one? Mm. Is he still one? Well, quite 90s both of them though, aren't they? Yeah. Who do you have in the 80s? Um, Faith Brown. Faith. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, Faith, Faith Brown. Yeah. Um, Yarwood. Yarwood, yeah. Um, uh, Davro. Davro. He done a bit, didn't he? Uh, Dennis. Yep. Lady Denis. And it was, it, was, it was Dennis and who was the other one that died? Dustin G. Dustin G, yeah. Mm. God bless his soul. Uh, there was... there was e- Everyone dabbled, though, in it. Yeah. Henry dabbled, didn't he? Trevor McDonough. Yeah. <laughs> Long form. Yeah, he was a chicken in a basket. Is cunt, he alive? Yeah. No, he's still all right. Oh. He, he, yeah, he got, got the all clear again, so he can still be a cunt. <laughs> oh. um, <clears throat> but there was, there was a lot of impressions did you do any impressions um, Larville Jones that was it really <laughs> like you, you know I've done that to Larville Jones I've done that impression to Larville Jones. You've told... Obviously, I couldn't believe it when you sent me a picture and you was with Larville Jones. For those that don't know Larville Jones, he's the man that does the sound effects in the Police Academy films. And Did you meet him in Edinburgh? Yeah. So he was doing... It it was his first year in Edinburgh, doing his show, doing all the fucking sound effects like Jimi Hendrix and uh, and everything. I saw him on telly before he went there doing like... Crosstown traffic or something. It was amazing. Yeah, he does like, all the fucking like distorted guitar and everything. He, he's fucking amazing. But um, so we was walking round uh round one of the squares in Edinburgh, and bumped into Michael Michael Winslow, Larville Jones, Monsignor, Monsignor Larville Jones. Larville Jones. Oh. And so obviously I was a bit starstruck and just fucking said to him like. You know, obviously, I've been a big fan of yours for years, like since Police Academy. And I, I don't know what made me do it, but I said one thing we used to always do was. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done it. What did he do? It looked like a bit of himself had died. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awful. Oh, bloody hell. You know, think, why did I do one of his sounds to him? That's, I can't believe you've done that. Oh, You're s- more self-aware than that. I got caught up in the moment. I get it. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. When fucking Ben got me that one from Mahoney, that little video. Yeah. Bloody hell. Mahoney. I know. How good's that? Like, blew me mind. But, like, unless you're of a certain generation... No one knows who they are, do they? These people are superstars. Yeah, they meant the world to us. So much so that you've done a sound effect at the sound effects guy. I just wanted to show him how much it meant. Yeah. What's next, mate? Music. All right. Uh, Did you, didn't you do Frank Spencer? <laughs> 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 Did you do any? 
Oh, I did Frank Spencer. I did all, all the you know, all the ones. I did Frank Spencer? What was there? There was Frank Spencer. Yeah. You weren't allowed to do Chalky anymore. That was Jim Davis. No, you could still do Chalky. Right. Which can't do it now. No. Okay. This ain't the other word pod. They'd be doing Chalky. <laughs> but like, obviously, that was. It's weird when you think like how long Jim Davison was prime time television. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Even post like the chalky stuff and that, then went on to fucking be even bigger with like big break and stuff like that. Like prime time Saturday night telly. Yeah. It's fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah. He's a silly old cunt, isn't he? Oh, Jim Davidson. Yeah. It's <sighs> just the world's moved on, isn't it? Yeah. Silly old Nick Nick. What the fuck are you gonna say there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember someone who really liked Jim Davidson. It was an ex-girlfriend's uh, uncle. He went, "Yeah, yeah." I went down the uh, Regent in Ipswich and saw old Nick Nick. He was great. And I went, "Oh, Jim, Jim Nick Nick Davidson." And I just thought, "Oh, fucking hell!" I told you about my Jim Davidson one, didn't I? No. When we went to um, we went to see Room One Hundred One because. Uh, my mate's missus worked on the production team. That's right. And uh and uh they always kept it kept it secret who the guest was gonna be. And so got a bit of foam on your nose. Um FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of FOMO on your nose. So fucking uh so they kept it secret who the guest was gonna be. And this was when it was just like Paul Merton and one uh, and, and one guest. And um They've got us all seated in the fucking studio, and then they've bought out Jim Davidson, and like this kind of general fucking air of uh, of unhappiness went around the studio. Oh fucking hell, like it's Jim Davidson, but he he was brilliant, like and really fucking engaging, and told loads of great anecdotes, and just like spent quite a lot of time cunting off Paul Daniels and saying what a cunt Paul Daniels was, because that was it. That was in the years when they did the big fucking mm. like summer seasons and tours round, and he'd been stuck in the back of a transit van with. A former Miss World and Paul Daniels, who Paul Daniels obviously had designs on, uh, and Jim had other ideas. And uh, he, he told this story about when they got out the transit van and uh, him and the Miss World to go into services and left Paul Daniels in the van. And uh, uh, she'd gone to Jim, God, he's a tedious little company, or something like that. And po- they'd heard from the transit van, Oi, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he, he was really good. And then, um, uh, afterwards, like we always used to go, um, go back to the green room and then just try and drink your fucking license fee. Yeah. Uh, where there was free beers and that there. And this particular day in the green room, there was just a terrible fucking atmosphere. And, and my mate's missus, who was on the production team, like so she's come through and she's gone, oh, fucking hell, it's, it's all kicking off. I'll tell you later on. And then what it turned out was, Jim, as he walked out onto the stage, like they'd introduce her, as he walked out onto the stage, he's given the girl... Um, the girl runner, you know, um, who's just held the curtain back for him, he's given her one up the backside, and like with a little bit of back minge, oh. as he as as he's walked onto the stage, and uh and and like she's in fucking bits, like crying her eyes out and that, and then basically like the the the, the production, uh, you know, the the people at the Beeb said that's just Jim, and she was told to just fucking get over it. What? Yeah. And like, and and nothing ever fucking come out about it. But because of that, like, that become that become a thing. Whenever you saw a lady bending over, you'd be like, "That's a Davidson waiting to happen." It's a Davidson waiting to happen. Yeah. 
But no, yeah. like, because cause he, he was one of the ones when it was all fucking you treeing off that it looked like fucking something was going to happen with Davidson, didn't it? And then nothing happened. But like, I remembered that, and you know, you think, fucking hell, like, that don't just happen once, does it? No. Fucking hell. You know, and it was all right in the 80s over a photocopier, but that was probably like mid 90s. Mm. Not all right anymore. No. Rain it in, Jim. Come on. Come on, mate. Number one, I said to you earlier today, I don't remember this song. Oh, so you've gone for, you've gone for a different oh, fucking chart, you cunt. Fucking hell. Right, what you gone for? What's number one? Have we discussed tight fit last time? Well, we sort of we sort of mentioned them, but since then you got offered tight. I know. You got offered tight fit for off the beaten track, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So did you are, you? are you doing them? No. And oh, you no, no, I haven't said no. Too big. No, I knew you'd say this. Yeah, I'm too big for tight I'm fit. I'm too big for tight fit. I was so excited when that came through. I was like, <laughs> it's tight fit. But then I looked at it and I just thought, right, they didn't even sing that fucking song. It was just but a, they mimed it. That's the original lineup. Yeah, but it's the original mime up. It's <laughs> not like that. And, and I think yeah, but it's like if, if you're going to interview Millie Vanilla, you want that fucking one that's left and the one who killed himself. You don't want fucking Frank, whatever his fucking name is, who put it all together, do you? No, I see what you're saying, oh, and I'm up for it. Like, stop saying I'm too good for tight fit. I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. So stop making out you are. <laughs> um. I don't... What was the follow-up? Fantasy Island. See, I don't remember that. Ooh, fan- Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. To see island. You remember it? No. That dance ain't helping. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any pictures of them lately? 
Yeah, obviously when they sent it, I sent you, I screenshot it and sent it to you, sent it to you going, fucking hell, look, I've just been off a tight fit. And like, this is 40 years ago. Like, what have they done since? No, but they've been they've been off doing other things, haven't they? And they've what? just re- they've reformed with the original lineup. I reckon one of them works at like the perfume counter in Debenhams, right? I reckon the oh, other... you'd be disappointed if you got her though. Have you seen them? They look like your aunt's mates going to the Chippendales on the lookout for cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, that's what she would have got him. Like, I guarantee you, still got a little fucking cock ring on, and he's fucking wangling it about. He's still got a six pack. Yeah. He's all right, ain't he? Yeah, he must be doing all right. He probably had a good time in the 80s. Yeah. I imagine it all probably went wrong in the 90s. Probably tried to settle down a little bit in the noughties. Let's have a comeback. Yeah, let him have a fucking comeback. Not, I ain't got a problem with him having a fucking comeback. Get him on your podcast, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a fucking... Like, brother a chance, fucking hell. I just think like... Oh, do do your it, and he he didn't. He's like he's just an old bloke. He ain't. No, he ain't. He's he'd still be out of all the all the eye notes. He didn't do it then, huh? Yeah, yeah, but he, he did him on tour he and that. He just wore a little loincloth, <laughs> and had he. I, I always wanted hair like him because he had like it like gelled back, didn't he? Yeah, and I, obviously gel weren't a thing then. And, like, I don't know if it was brew cream or what it was, but I always remember, like, wanting to have hair, like, him or Danny Zuko uh, or, 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 like, Shaky. And I always remember, like, in the bath, like, slicking my hair back with water and thinking, oh, I wish I could go to school like this. Like, I think chicks would love me. Yeah. You fucking liked a bit of gel, didn't you? Fucking yeah, hell. I loved a bit of gel. Wet look. Yeah. No, extra hold. Was <laughs> Like, uh... And yet, like, it was, like, rock, my hair. Like, it was, like, proper fucking loved a bit of that. Then I had a bit of... I got involved in a bit of mousse. You was into mousse, weren't you? I, I liked a bit of mousse. Yeah. yeah. You know, when, when everyone else was into mousse. And didn't weren't fucking into mousse when no one else was. Yeah. Mousse was also a derogatory term for a woman for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, along with malt, <laughs> rotter, <laughs> stinker, and rat bag. <laughs> I wonder what, like, uh, women, please message in what you had, uh, what words you had for men. Um, yeah, it's like, I, I remember, like... I like the way you just levelled that up. Well done. Thanks, mate. Like, but I, I do remember, like, at school, like, it'd be like, oh, what, what, oh, yeah, I heard, like, blah, 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 fingered her. Yeah, she's a moose. <laughs> <laughs> a moose. Moose. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, right, I don't know what chart you've got, um, but I've got Seven Tears by the Goombay Dance Band at number one, and I don't really remember it. I'm going to um, I'm gonna uh, play a little bit, see if it plays. That's like a hangover from the 1970s, isn't it, the Goombay Dance Band? They're like... How did that get to number one? That's literally save all your kisses for me. Yeah, it is. Like, but, but like, you, like I, I remember my my nan and granddad's record collection, which was full of like Max Bygraves albums, yeah. and the one seven inch they had from the eighties was Save Your Love by Renee and Renato. And, save your love, yeah. my darling. Save your love. That's the target audience. It was just all fuck all the old biddies, wasn't it? He looked a little bit like Gel, didn't he? Oh, like. 
Renault. Renault. I reckon once Gerald's grown his barnet out a little bit and kept his tash, give him a little white shirt and a rose, and I reckon he'd fucking serenade anyone down I from I can't a remember what he looks like. When I think of Renault and Renault, I'll just think of Pavarotti. No, no, no. He definitely had a bit more, a bit more gels about him. I, can't, I just can't remember. Was he a fat cunt? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was just like... He was you just said a, he looked like gel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was just a pretty, like, charismatic-looking, like, crooner. Was he actually Italian? I don't know. Because fucking Joe Dolce weren't, was he? What? Joe Dolce's like... He was just like a Brit, wasn't he? That, like, he was English? Yeah. He's literally like fucking... What's his face? George Martin. George Martin <laughs> from Police Academy. <laughs> yeah. Plain old George Martin. Plain old George Martin. Uh, yeah. Plain old Joe Dolce. Yeah. What's the matter you, eh? Like, Is he still alive? Joe Dolce. Let's find out. Um... What what chart you got while I do You never this? seen being interviewed on anything, do ya? What? Oh, he's American and Australian. What? Yeah. He's what? alive. He's seventy four. That ain't that old. How the fuck how fucking old was he in well that would have been forty year, forty one years ago. Hmm. Oh, so he was like in his early thirties. Yeah. But he was playing older than that, wasn't he? He see he looks like he's still gigging it. Well he's he's still out gigging? Yeah. Yeah, born in America. So where's he? Where's he get what? He gigs in Australia. Yeah. Well, I never knew that. You'd go and watch him, wouldn't you? Oh, Joe Dolce. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, what's number one? Oh, yeah, you, uh, you said yeah. didn't you? Uh, type fit. So what else you got? Uh, Julio Inglasius. Uh, he made love. That's the note I've got next. That's to the note Julia. I've got. <laughs> <laughs> and next to Robert Palmer. <laughs> Like, the thing with, like, Julio Inglasius, it's like, he was like, do you think he was the reason that, like, middle-aged women wanted the Shirley Valentine kind of, like, Spanish, like, waiter? 100%, ho- yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. All based on the back of Julio Inglasius. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Like, you- and white suits, if you get a bit of spaff on them, it don't show up as much. Hey... <laughs> That was his thinking with the linen. Um, I reckon he would never, ever need to gob an handful of spit into his hand to slap it on a lady's fanny before sticking his cock in. <laughs> no, absolutely. Nature's done its work already. <laughs> 100%. They're Mediterranean moist all yeah. day long. Like, um, yeah, Inglasius, like, and he passed it down, didn't he, to the next one? Yeah. Like, do you know what? I actually heard that hero song the other day, right? That's really bad. Yeah, it's dog shit, isn't it? Uh, and it starts, let me be your hero. Oh, does it? It's horrible. It made my shoulders shudder in the car. And like, and I just thought... I hate, I hate whispering. Yeah. Like, but then, if you make love, you probably whisper. You're right, you probably do. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Let's make love tonight. Ugh. Well, I'm just saying, look. Listeners, you fucking didn't want to be sat opposite him doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he went off a little bit. It looked like he was wished he was wearing linen trousers. <laughs> um, did you ever have an holiday romance? Um, 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, only at like fucking 13, so... This is the first I've heard, right? So I'm already shouting this is a fucking lie. No, well, I mean, they weren't like smelly fingers or anything. It was just fucking like, just, it was just a nice, just a nice, just a nice fucking thing. What, what like a walk along the promenade? Like, what, what was it? Never you mind. <laughs> Oh, I never had an oddie romance. Yeah, well, of course you didn't, because you're too much of a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Wanking in a sleeping bag, that's what you deserve. <laughs> I, uh, I remember going on holiday uh, with me mum and dad. Uh, I think it was like Yugoslavia we went to. Like, around the time that I was about 14 was, like, a moment when me mum and dad had a couple of quid for a couple of years for, like, fucking Thatcher fucked it all up. Uh, and uh, and we had, like, two foreign holidays. I think you'd already been to Disneyland a couple of times by then. And um, Yeah, well, I had leukaemia. <laughs> You'd fucking begrudge me that, you cunt. I <laughs> 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 so where'd you go on holiday? Yugoslavia. Uh and it was and I remember buying like uh, the the record that was on everywhere. Every every girl had a perm and there was like this sort of like Mediterranean looking girl. And I remember thinking like how do I like because I didn't have like my brother's like was like a baby, like because there's a massive age difference. So like I didn't have like anyone that I could kind of just go out. Didn't have a wingman. I didn't have a wingman, uh, and I thought right, I'm fucking, I'm, 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 I'm gonna try and ditch me folks and go and like, and I'm in, I don't know why I was even kidding myself. I was never gonna. Could have just run away. And like not in Yugoslavia, <laughs> go missing, didn't you? Like there's running away and then there's going missing, and you don't want to go missing. Oh no. And. Uh, and yeah, and all I remember is like Lays La Bonita come on, and I thought this is a sign, and like, and I thought I'm just gonna go over there, and I think I sort of stood up. My mum was like, "Where are you going?" And I was like, oh, "Toilet," and just just had a piss and come back. <laughs> Didn't ever ask her. Like I just I'd I'd never had the courage to do anything like that, ever. No, like, but I don't know anyone that did. Like the fella that I went fucking on my little fucking crusade with last week. Uh, he was, he was just like, oh yeah, you know, and he was talking about like Lee as well. Just like, mate, just fucking. Oh, Lee did obviously. Yeah. But... Relentless. Like, oh, I just couldn't take the fucking. But if Lee I... was like fucking Julio Iglesias. Yeah, exactly. Glenn Medeiros. Yeah. Like, but I, I don't think like I ever. Yeah, he, he had that olive hue. He had a few pubes. Yeah. Yeah. He was musically inclined. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he fucking... Oh, what are you bringing to the equation? You've got no fucking pubes you're not going to have for a few years. You've got a tiny little fucking butter mushroom. Here, this fucking rock hard looks like it's been raining. And of course you haven't got the confidence to go up to a bird. <laughs> that literally would have been my CV at that point. <laughs> 
So, yeah, it never happened. Never had a holiday romance. Closest I got was in Paris when you fucked it up for us. No, you <coughs> fucked it up. You fell asleep. And like, yeah. Yeah, it just never happened. Um, never too late, though. Never too late. Um, Maiden. Run to the hills. Yeah. Like, you was a metal, weren't you? Oh, yes. Yeah, my metal jacket. Like... <laughs> Full metal jacket. <laughs> It's weird that you had a metal jacket. No, it is. Yeah, you're right. It is weird I had a metal jacket. You really loved your metal jacket as well. I remember you like proper thinking you was a metaler. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You had your fucking... All your wasp picture discs. You had your Judas Priest have... cap <laughs> and your metal jacket. I did, I did. I did have all them things. But I had to sew a Guns N' Roses patch over a picture of the Christians that I'd drawn on the back of that jean jacket, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> a metal jacket with the Christians on it. <laughs> that about says it all, it? Oh, fucking hell. But you was a metaler. Well, I think, you know, we were all just experimenting with different things at the time, weren't we? You liked Maiden, though, didn't you? Yeah. I've never got it. Yeah, but, you know, like, I, I like a lot of things on a different level to you. So... <laughs> You know, you, yeah, I'll accept, you know, there's been lots of things through our friendship sure. that you haven't got, but, you know, yeah. I just don't try and get you into them because Busy, it's, fucking, it's just yeah. wasting, wasting right. your time. Okay. Have you got any more songs you want to talk about? Um, uh, imagination, <laughs> Just an Illusion. I like that. Were they the cameo for the blokes who like cocks? I think so. Hmm. Campio. They were like they they were like really really camp, weren't they? Yeah. But was Larry Blackman camp? No. Nah. He wore he wore tights and a cod piece. That's quite camp. He he weren't camp he weren't camp like Lee John Camp, was he? No, no. But then again, Weller was quite camp at this point. Weller. When Weller was doing the style council, no, nah, no. Nah, but you then... seen that picture of him as a Red Indian? Very camp. Stuck, like the, a bit racist now. Your old uh, your old Wellens don't like uh, don't like them sort of pictures of Weller. They pretend that didn't exist. But 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 was he Camp Weller or was he just like having a few highlights and pretending to be metrosexual just to get smelly fingers? Possibly. Yeah, that's, my, that's where the smart money goes. Um, it's one by. Uh, do you know what? Do, do you fucking uh, um. I went and I went and done when I did the research for this at the start of the month before you got COVID, I got COVID, and then you went off on your mercy mission to Eastern Europe, deliver sanitary towels for Ukrainian ladies. Fucking fair play, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just because there's a fucking war and you've been evacuated, don't mean you're stopping blobbing on. Absolutely, mate. So, um, uh, I, I did, I, I did do a little bit of fucking research. Um, and I watched a few videos on YouTube. Have you fucking heard the Vizars, Damn Don't Cry Lately? No. It's brilliant. Is it? Yeah, it's really fucking brilliant. It's another one on, on a fucking... Um, it's another one on a lonely platform. Like It's like they fucking filmed the two videos at once. He's on a yeah. bit of a lonely platform. And it goes on the train. We know loads of people in fucking Poirot yeah. gear and that. But it's a great song. It's fucking brilliant. Did he write it? No, I wouldn't imagine so. I remember before he died... There was a load of stuff going on with Rusty Egan and him had had a fallout. Why do I always think his name's Rusty Sheriff's Badge? <laughs> Rusty Bullet Hole. 
<laughs> but he, uh, yeah, I, I, there, there was a bit of like Facebook beef with Rusty Egan and him because Rusty Egan was in Visage for a bit, wasn't mm. he? Mitch, you was in Visage for a bit, wasn't he? Rusty Egan was Visage though, when he didn't didn't he sort of put it all together? Possibly, I don't really know. No, I, I don't really know. But yeah, it it, it was um, you you was heavily involved, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Mid Year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you think of Steve Strange, didn't you, when you think of Visage? Like, because it wouldn't have been fucking Visage without Steve Strange. No, he looked fucking brilliant, Steve Strange, didn't he? Like, yeah, what fucking dude. And uh, the other one, I was at number 29, the Nolans, Don't Love Me Too Hard. Um, I'm not not commenting on that, but um, I've... I went while I had COVID. I rewatched Filthy Rich and Cat Flap. Right. And have you fucking have you seen the episode where um, Richie Rich uh, he goes to BBC TV Centre and he finds himself in the Nolans dressing room? Are they in it? Yeah. And like he gets all turned on because he's in the Nolans dressing room and puts on one of their dresses, gets in the shower and like just puts his lipstick all around his face and he's like you know just he's in a very sexy place. Yeah. And then the Nolans turn up and find him in their dressing room and fucking take all these pictures to blackmail him. And then they end up at the end of it just fucking doing a song in in the flat. Fucking hell. Yeah. I've got a little bit more respect for the Nolans now. Yeah. After watching them do Panic. Panic. Yeah. On Pebble Mill, I don't need to see that ever again. No. My, my favourite outtake uh, that you made me cut out of the podcast involves the Nolans, which I'm going to share with share with people one day. Pop that when on your you're Patreon, dead, mate. When you're dead. Um, telly? Telly. Um, what you got? Do you know what? We've, we, we spoke about pubes and blokes on this podcast a lot. Yeah. And we spoke about brand levers, and we spoke about fucking Terry McCann. Why have we never mentioned the Sweeney? The fucking <laughs> Sweeney. The Sweeney's more of a 70s thing, though, isn't it? Sweeney was on this year. Sweeney was on this year, because I fucking Googled it. Because that was fucking Waterman as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you reckon he could have it, Waterman? Definitely. Are there two more blokey programmes, the Minder and the Sweeney? No. Professionals? Nah. Nah. Nah, no, no, you right. They were, they, they were like, but they were like high level police. They weren't like fucking the Sweeney that were just fucking right. Well, I'll ask a couple of questions and give them a right hander. Yeah, find and some like, find some slags. Yeah, <laughs> belt them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not about birds, but you know. <laughs> I love the fact you tried to make it all right by going. No, I'm not talking about birds. <laughs> Get me wrong, I fucking love slags. <laughs> I'll have a slag as much as the next man. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, Sweeney, I mean, that was fucking, what a theme tune yeah, as well. that's right up there, isn't it, with the best yeah, theme tunes. Absolutely, yeah. So the Sweeney was on. Uh, it was the last ever episode of Multicoloured Swap Shop. I did see that, yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't the last ever time we saw Edmunds. No. His fucking tidy beard. Did, did we talk about the derelict pictures of fucking yeah. Blobby World? Yeah, he's fucking crinkly bottom. Yeah. Fucking fuck off, Edmonds. Have you seen him lately? No. I, I bet he looks exactly the same. Yeah, he does look exactly the same. Blow-dried highlights, tidy beard, cuntish jumper, shit face. <laughs> 
I don't, if I could get a T-shirt, if anybody knows anyone that's got a T-shirt company that wants to knock us up a couple of T-shirts saying, fuck off Edmunds, I'll happily wear one for the next episode. I did a T-shirt, didn't I, with Edmunds' face. I'm going to hashtag null for you, Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, you got anything on telly? Um, TJ Hooker premieres. Ooh. Did you watch TJ Hooker? Yeah. Yeah. Locklear, Heather be thy name. Oh. Do you know what? I'm throwing it out there. Oh. <laughs> Heather Locklear. Yeah. Oh my life. Like TJ Hooker, Shatner. Shatner. Like uh, I can't remember the name of the the the, the, the kind of young uh, guy that was in it as well. That was kind of I don't know if that was um, Eric Estrada. I don't know if that was the one that uh, was Locklear's uh, love interest. Uh, yeah, I remember loving TJ Hooker. Like, at that point, American TV shows were the best, weren't they? It was mm. like, that was primetime telly, wasn't it? Um, I've got some British ones. Go on, then. Um, do you remember? It was the first ever episode of Educating Marmalade. What, Marmalade Atkins? Mm. Yeah, Charlotte Dead. Coleman. Dead, yeah. Tragically. Tragically. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I then child stars. Well, yeah, but she was Lena Zavaroni. She was in Never um, Ends Well, does it? She was in. She went on to have a successful career uh, as an actress later yeah, on in life. Know. Not in Hill. Uh, she uh, hiding the tears. She had, she had success there. Um, one of the other uh, people that were <laughs> in. The, <laughs> one of the other people that were in that as well. A very young Kathy Burke. Oh, really? Yeah, a young Kathy Burt was in there. I remember, like, Marmalade Atkins, like, and I remember that being quite, it felt quite punk when I was little, because she was, like, proper naughty, wasn't she? Yeah. And I remember thinking, God, fucking hell, this is, like, this is, like, the naughtiest kid in Grange Hill's got their own show. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't I, imagine Marmalade Atkins or Educating Marmalade is very good anymore, but uh, I remember loving it when I was a kid. Uh, that was on ITV kids TV uh, tea time telly meanwhile on BBC one Jack and Ori um, what is it with you and Jack and Ori well, well let me just explain you're what gonna, it... uh, let me tell you two words you're going to use boring and books right <laughs> the book was called Miss Carter wore pink scenes from an Edwardian childhood read by Thora Hurd Sounds a bit sexy. No, I fucking don't. It's fucking rubbish. Like, just some boring old book read by some... Boring old bint. <laughs> yeah. God rest her soul. Yeah, you know. But, like, fucking hell. Like, what kind of, like, you know, 10-year-old wants to be watching a pensioner read a book? <laughs> fucking hell. Rubbish. No, no, I'm I'm on board. You tell me an episode of Jack and Ori, apart from George's Marvelous Medicine, read by Rick Mayo, that anyone ever fucking enjoyed or watched. No, I can't remember any. Of course you can't, because it's boring. You turned it over. We're probably out playing football or something. Probably not, but it was just like, oh, Jack and Ori's on. Oh, I might just go and pick up the dog shit out of the garden. It's like, there's nothing fucking... No, why would you watch Did Jack Brian and Ori? Did Brian do one? No. Did he die this week? Did he? 
I don't know if I saw. No, he died a couple of years Did ago. He? Yeah. P L A Y. Play your way, way, your way, way, your way. <laughs> I fucking love Brian Can. What good egg? Is he dead? Can you check? I don't want to fucking kill him off unnecessarily. Although probably now we mentioned him, he'll die like meatloaf. Brian. Florella Benjamin's still going strong. Yeah. Looking, looking pretty tidy. Uh, oh, he died in 2017. No, I told you he'd been dead a few years. Oh. A blessed relief, really. He didn't have to like lock away through the pandemic and fucking struggle on. Every have class. his shopping delivered and all that. <laughs> um, right, uh, have I got anything else for telly? Let me have this pull up my notes. Uh, oh, let me tell you what launched this month. Oh, let me see if I can uh, Teddy Pendergrass out his car windscreen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, I'll tell you what did. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up here. Oh, uh, really? When living came easy and neighbours were friends, paddle wheels turning while kids on a river while seeking adventure. Marbles and fishing and wrestling. I the words. I fucking loved this show. Oh, it was the best. It was absolute my best. Fa- I reckon this was my favourite TV show. Yeah, it was fucking brilliant. Uh, that launched this month. For those that don't know, it's Huckleberry Finn. Um, and Friends. And Friends. Um, opening episode, Huck Finn uh, discovers that Injun Joe uh, and Pard mean to rob the Widow Douglas. Huck slips away to warn Constable Mueller. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Pre-Jim. Jim was a good egg, wasn't he? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. 
I fucking loved Huck Finn. Tom Sawyer was an annoying cunt. Yeah, he was a bit of a cunt, wasn't he? I always wished I could find a gym. Wilbert Greaves was our gym, wasn't he? Was I your Tom Sawyer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you were his annoying brother, Sydney. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant, Huck Finn, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, um, and fucking Injun Joe, there was there was a fucking terrifying. scary, yeah. Terrifying. Like, yeah, so that, that launch, and that's all I've got for television. No, I, I ain't got anything else. So, uh, I've got some stuff on news. Uh, basically, the Falklands started. Uh, oh, I'll, did it? Or, yeah. or did the Falklands start next month? Did, yeah, what, well, wasn't it like someone wearing something up? The, the flag went up. Yeah. Like, the Argentinian flag went up. Uh, and then, basically, stuff started to kind of yeah. escalate. Um, so, we'll save the Falklands for next month, then. Falklands special next month, everyone. So, tune in. Get your, get your can of corned beef, and we'll do our Falklands special Let's do that. next month. Let's do that. Uh you try to think of a way to mention him, but don't. Oh. I know what you're going to do. Don't go there. Right. Uh, and Diego Maradona. No. No. Western. You know, no. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking. Have you ever seen a picture no, of Western no, before, no. The, before the Burns? No. Right. No, I haven't. No. no, no, nor have I. And believe me, I fucking looked. Mary Whiteass. Listeners. If anyone's got a picture of Wester, I, I just don't know what he, I don't know what he looked like. What's happened to him? You don't see him around lately, do you? No, right. We'll find out for next month. Yeah, if anyone knows, anyone can update us on what Weston's up to these yeah. days. Let us know. Yep. We'll uh, we'll pick up on that next month. Yep. I thought they'd have wheeled him out when all the Captain Tom stuff happened. Yeah, I suppose. Um, Mary Whiteass was just moaning about stuff. But, <laughs> I've got, I've got here because I wrote these notes like a month ago right. when we was gonna record, and yeah. then obviously you had COVID, I had COVID, and then like you know you done your mercy mission. Um, I've, I've, by the way, I'm not cutting you off about that. I think oh, it was no, a fucking, not. I think it's a fucking amazing. For how much, how much did your um, just give him raise for uh, for the Ukrainian refugee? You know fund? what? I'll keep it open till this comes out, uh, and. So far, with the UK aid match, we're on 21 grand. How good's that? It's all right, isn't it? Um, but, uh, yeah, so if you do, uh, we, we'll put the, uh, the the link in the show notes as well. But um, it's for War Child, and, uh, and, and yeah, I, I, I won't go into it, but uh, I've got a van of aid with a couple of my mates, George and Paul, and we, we, we drove out to the Ukrainian border and, and delivered it to... Uh, uh, to the refugees. Don't like to talk about it. Though. Don't want to talk about it. But um, so I had the idea, and what I thought, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> and so you can, uh, yeah, you can you can uh, support that and give a few quid if you'd like to at justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash stew hyphen whiffing. But I'll put that in the show notes. And uh, yeah, there's but an obviously ep- if you got like if you got a hundred quid, burn an hole in your pocket. Go and get a tattoo at Urban Ink rather than give it to the Ukrainians because, like, they're supporting they're us supporting every us. month, yeah, you know, and yeah, it'll probably be all over yeah. and done within a couple of months. Yeah, the, the, absolutely, the, yeah. absolutely, yeah, get, get get fresh ink actually. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I digress. So, what did you have on White Ass? Um, I've got 
Uh, Mary Whitehouse brought a case against the National Theatre for obscenity in a play, The Romans in Britain. And then I've just got written under it, rimming. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Rimming was one of them things that, like, you would have heard someone say at school. And would have gone, yeah, 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 nice one, yeah, rim job. And not knowing what it meant. Yeah. Right. I definitely hadn't rimmed anyone in, in 1982. No. Probably not even in 1992. Who do you reckon's rimmed most people in the world of showbiz? Somerville. Okay. What about you? Johnson. What, Holly? Not Ulrika. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking rimmed a few. You reckon? Yep. Uh, Talking to Scousers, Liverpool beat Tottenham three-one in the um, in the League Cup final this year. Yeah, well, nineteen eighty-two. First person to score for Tottenham, Ricky Villa. No, another. Or no, another beard. Steve Archibald. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll never think of Steve Archibald when you talk about people with solid beards. ginger Scottish beard. Yeah. Well, it was more sort of blondie. It was a blondie beard. It was wasn't a strawberry it? blonde beard. Yeah. Mm. Strawberry. I'll, I'll go with strawberry. Yeah. Blonde. yeah. Yeah. I never think when when I think of bearded footballers in yeah. the eighties, I go with Villa, Bertles. Oh, Bertles. Yeah, and and like yeah, Archie Bowles kind of quite a way down the line. Hill. Jimmy. Hmm. <laughs> didn't he have a little goatee? Yeah, he did. He he had a beard, didn't he? But he were, yeah. he, he was long retired by then, wasn't he? Who had like a solid? There weren't that many football. I'm obviously in the 80s, 70s. Best had a good beard, didn't they? Yeah. Can't think of like 80s like players with beards. Um, who was? Did anyone have a beard in the Hispania uh, 82 sticker book? With with. That, I think that's it. I can't think of any more. There was a lot of tashies, weren't there? Oh yeah, Samson had a tash. McDermott. McDermott. Like uh, millions of them. Sooness. How could you forget Sooness? Alan Sunderland. Yeah. He had a beard. Yeah. Uh, sorry, a moustache. Oh, Alan Kennedy. Mick Mills had a little Mickey Pierce, didn't he? Yeah. Like, no, it was, it was pretty solid. Uh, Mick Mills's tash wasn't was he? it? Wasn't it kind of like a slightly more handlebar. Than Possibly. Mickey Pierce, yeah. Possibly. Like, John Walk. Oh. He had a tash then a beard. Yeah. He's Tash, like, I reckon he'd be an handful, John Walt. Yeah. Like, I, I can imagine he, he could be, like, I reckon everyone was, like, a bit worried about Sooness, but I reckon, like, those in the know would be, like, mate, he's all fucking mad, Because Sooness, he's like Begbie, isn't he? Yeah. He just fucking stirs it all up, yeah. but Walt's got something yeah. to back it up with. Yeah. I think Walt just comes in with a fucking broom and just cleans it all up. Mm. Like, puts it all to bed. Right. Uh, so... On on the sports front, uh, like the, it felt to me that this was the evolution around this time. Uh, squash, squash. Yeah, it was the World Squash Championships, right? And people got into squash, didn't they? Yeah, but it was just yuppies who got into squash. It felt it? like that. Yeah, it felt like it weren't nothing I could ever do. We weren't posh enough for squash. Well, you say that. Have fast, you played squash? Yeah, at Palmer's. College. I've never played squash. So they... Uh, opposite... I've got the squash court. Yeah, you've got it. I've yeah. got the squash court. 
Oh, I played. No, I didn't play squash there. We played football in there, didn't we? Well, in the squash court. Yeah. Just, but, yeah, but we would go. That would be like get a football and just boot it around. And if it was an enclosed space, just yeah. boot it around some more. <laughs> That's all it was, wasn't it? <laughs> but I remember, um, like, when uh, Palmer's College opened their sports facility, like, on a Monday night, you could go there and pay, like, a quid and use the facility. So you could play basketball, badminton. If you was lucky, you could get in a squash court and they had a multi-gym and you could use a multi-gym. And so me and Large used to go and there'd be all the TUT would be in there, like all being fucking boisterous out, having a snack outside, being fucking hard kids. And like, but I remember like thinking, I'm going to play squash. And I just thought, it's just belting a ball at a wall. Yeah. But the ball don't bounce. I've done it. It's fucking well hard. And like, you just smash it and it's the ball and just drops to the floor. And it's like, this is shit. Like, and then you go and play badminton. And like, badminton's the easiest sport on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, because the ball just floats in the air, doesn't Cock. it? Because it's got feathers on. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but it just takes ages. And even when you hit it really hard, it's still like... It just floats, doesn't it's it? It's just a cock. Yeah, it's yeah. not like... A squash ball that's got no bands. So, or what's it... hardest, do you reckon? Tennis, squash, or badminton? Squash. But then again, tennis, if you, if that ball hits you in the head or in the bollocks, that really hurts. <laughs> Whereas a shuttlecock on the head, it ain't going to hurt. That's you. nothing, is it? Yeah. A squash ball, I, I reckon a lot of people get, a lot of people must get belted in the head with like squash rackets because you're in a confined space swinging a bit of wood around, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> like you in a phone box circa 1989 <laughs> we spoke about that no because he's too fucking disgraceful to speak about really is with large I just mentioned yeah do you want like, to do you want to talk about when you were a vandal it was an isolated incident no it weren't I had to pull up to a phone box I reckon I'm not saying half a dozen times, but I reckon... Oh, that, fuck uh, off. No, no, I'm not saying half a dozen times, but I'm saying three or four times I pulled up in my fold fucking escort <laughs> next to a phone box when you and Large... Enabler. You and Large got out, went, you fucking, you can't, you fucking, you can't, smashed it up, and then just got back in the car and went, drive! <laughs> Why was we driving around with Amazon bags? I know, smashing up phone boxes. So bad. I just my picture of you smashing up a phone box is you've got the receiver, you're holding the mouthpiece in your hand, and you're trying to smash the earpiece off it on the top of the fucking little unit <laughs> with so, an angry look on your face. I'm so ashamed. Oh dear, oh dear. Fucking hell. You used to go and boot people's walls in. Yeah, that's a bit of a laugh, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Unless it was your wall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the last thing I've got is it was the boat race. I just want to say, but before a, a, like an eighties, an eighties fact. Go on. Um, the snare for word up was a squash ball, wasn't it? Getting whacked against the wall of a squash court. That was that sample. The snare in word up. That's a lie. That's a fucking lie. You're going to go on Wikipedia later on. You're going to have you just added gonna, it to Wikipedia? You're going to eat your fucking words. Because they added that Scroobius Pip played the slide guitar solo on fucking Natalie and Brulia's Torn on Wikipedia, and it was there for about eight years. Oh, did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like Bob, it's a believable lie. Bob Olness doing the saxophone solo yes. on Baker Street. Yeah. 
You Fair told play, me you fucking bit. seals air for that because his rabbit died. Well, I don't know why it did, but it seemed rather strange that one minute he had loads of air and the next minute he didn't. Well, because his rabbit died, he just fucking lost his air, didn't he? I don't know. You, you told me. <laughs> Can you remember about like one o'clock in the morning, they'd always play like 70s football. Like, show old matches. Oh, yeah. And you come out and you said, you see it last night. And I was like, no. And you went, he's scored a goal. Because the goal he was leaning against the post having a fag. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking went for it. Oh, so, one of my favourite lies I told you was um, about the draft in the war. That... If, if you were in the, if you like, if if you were in the forces, you, you know, you obviously got drafted up first, and then and then it was like the emergency services, a lot of firemen and that got drafted up because they were more able, and then it was lollipop ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> was it was it bollocks that we told uh, Bob Marley was married to Rusty Lee? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you can't fucking whack a good lie. Oh, fucking hell. <clears throat> we done? No, I, I, I just want—I just want to finish with this, right? Go on. March the sixth. Right. Susan Birmingham—that's her name, not where she's from. Or, or oh, was that where she's from? Susan Birmingham makes then the world's loudest recorded human shout. Hundred and twenty decibels. A w- Wow, I, I, do you know, I'm not being sexist, but I would have presumed it would have been a man. Yeah, right. But l- l- let me right. So Susan Burner made the world's loudest recorded human shout. This was March the sixth, nineteen eighty-two. Right, and that stood for twelve years until it was beaten in nineteen ninety-four by Miss Flanagan, a teacher from which UK town? But <laughs> right, I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. It's not in England. Where would you say they've got the loudest accent? Glasgow. Well, it's a good shout. Belfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Peter Johnson shouting in the youth club? Get eat! Get out of my youth club! (laughs) (laughs) It was so loud. Get out! <laughs> it's a bellow, isn't it? That Belfast axe. I fucking love. Get out of my youth club! <laughs> that could have been walking across the top of the table tennis tables when they were folding. Get out! <laughs> oh, fucking hell, you've literally woke every fucking dog up in Randia. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Shout out, Pete Johnson's Get Eat. Fuck me. Like, I heard that a lot. Fucking... Oh, because he was a teacher as well, wasn't he, yeah. at your school? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking hell. Shout out, Pete Johnson. Oh, we good? Yeah. Right, we'll be back next time. Uh, remember... Well, it's only going to be about a week now, isn't it? Yeah, it will literally yeah. be about a week, yeah. Um, yeah, go um, go over to Urban Inc. and use Bellend as your, uh, as your discount code if you want to get yourself a, a, a tattoo. And, uh, yeah. If you ain't subscribed already, go and subscribe. Give us a little uh, like, love, share on our social medias because um, we post it on 
uh, both cunts and mine, and uh, give us a review on iTunes because it all helps get the word out about this. I think we're done. That's the most professional ending we've ever done. I can't ever remember the endings. I won't remember this ending tomorrow. I've, I've had quite a lot of lager. Minge. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. <laughs>